1: Heavy metal, the way
2: it was meant to be. Classic eighties underground. Live on blogtalkradio.com, the heavy metal mayhem radio show, with your host, Mike the Big Tee.
0: Today's show with one of the first albums to come out last year. That was Jag Panzer with the Scourge of Light and the song was Called Arms. And that is definitely one of my top ten albums of two thousand and eleven. It's just a shame that it took the band so many years to put out a new record and then they broke up not long afterwards. What a shame that was. But life goes on, and I'm sure those guys are gonna give us great music on even though it's touch on the next couple of years. And I'm sorry about the intro. I don't know what happened. Things got a little screwed up there, but we got everything I'm back on track and rolling. I want to welcome my buddy back here, Tommy, you on the air with me?
3: Hey, good evening,
0: buddy. What's happening? Happy New Year.
3: Yeah, Happy New Year to you and uh, everybody out there.
0: Same here, buddy. We didn't do a show last week, so we didn't get to talk, and it's uh, good to have you back for another year with me over here.
3: Oh, definitely, definitely. Glad uh, to be here. Thanks for having me. What's going
0: on? Uh, anytime. I'm glad I caught you between football games. It was an early game and a later game today, so I'm glad you were able to squeeze out a couple of us over here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yeah. Well, like I said, that was Jack Panza. Right. Uh, one was called Cold Arms. And uh, you know what? It's just me and you today, so yeah. we're going to have a lot of time to bullshit, talk, and play music. No guests or anything to deal with, so that's okay. pretty good. Okay, that sounds good. You like that? Huh? I, I was going to kick off the show with my pick for album of the year. I don't know what happened. I had an old interview with something that I oh. meshed in with the... I don't know what happened, to be honest with you. I looked at it, and I'm like, how come that song is 43 minutes long? And then I realized it was an interview. Oh. Uh has going on with Blog Talk Radio. You upload something that's working right lately. And
3: uh-huh. I think
0: the MP3 might have got mixed up. I don't know, but... Oh, okay. Jack Panzer saved us, so we're okay over there. Yeah, great tune, great tune. Yeah, and I got you list for the pick of the year. I okay. pretty much have to say I follow suit with you over there. I think a lot of those albums belong up there. The only thing I wasn't sure about was you, you picked Motorhead. Uh oh, The last Motorhead record. But I got that from last year. It, it, yeah. It not, not that yeah, I didn't
3: that think album. about that. I didn't think about that. I forgot.
0: Yeah, but if yeah. you go to the band's website, it says it was released in February of 2011.
3: Yeah, you know what it is? We got the... Uh...
0: Maybe it would,
3: it yeah, maybe if the united United States version didn't come out till February two thousand
0: eleven that's true, I wasn't sure, so I have a song anyway, so we could uh yeah. it can be distributed by anybody. It came out at the end of the year, so I mean you know, yeah, honorable mention what the hell it was. It's, exactly. like get,
3: it's like those kids yeah. that 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 are born the beginning of the year, you know.
0: That's right. We're
3: making up for all those <laughs> poor kids that, be, you know, that were born in the beginning of the year and left back. So we're making up for That's it.
0: That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it anymore. Because I remember when kids' records came out, they released them in Europe only. And then like yeah. you know, a month later, whatever, you get them here. But today, everything is pretty much through the Internet. You know, still do not exist anymore. True. And so if it comes out, Internet is all over the world. People are buying the record the same day if they want it.
4: True, true.
0: I don't get it. So, who the hell knows? Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna have to upload that song because uh, it's very important for the show. So maybe I'll play another. Two. I'll do that. So I'll have it ready. Okay. So, all right. Well, let's see what we got here. Uh, January wasn't. Uh, January kicked out a little slow. Uh, the Bronx Castle Company put out Antihero. Onslaught put out Sounds of Violence, which I think was a great record and a good comeback. And yeah. the band is going to be here in America, uh, I believe, at the end of March. They're coming here with Empire of Evil. So uh, I spoke with Tony Dolan the other day, and uh, me, you, him, uh, Mantis are going to get together and have a couple of pints in Brooklyn. So how does it it get better than that than sitting out the bar with all the ex-members of Venom having a beer in our home borough?
3: Remarkable.
0: Incredible. That's a little Eddie Trunk moment, I guess, so. (laughs) Yeah, I guess <laughs> Alright, let me get a tune on while I upload this song Hang on How about we do something off of Ralph Sheep as a solo record I thought it was a killer uh, album Yeah uh, That came out A lot similar to Primal Fear But he is the vocalist So, you know, it kind of has that uh, same vibe going on But I thought it was a really good record So how about we uh, play uh, How about Playing With Fire? Sounds good Alright, here you go <laughs> Sideology that comes off the band's latest record Sounds of Violence the first record in many years and I don't know killer back on vocals classic lineup and like I said those guys are gonna be here in New York uh, I believe it's the first time they've ever come to the country and they're taking along the boys from Empire of Evil with them and I guess there'll be local acts uh, on the bill as they go from place to place so that starts in March I believe so do not forget to check those guys out when they come to the area uh, I just want to thank everybody in the chat room tonight we got the crew from speculation sports here we has got a great show. Check out Cowport Radio also. We've got Mr. Kent Pierce, the newest member of the Heavy Metal family. We'll be calling in, in a little while with his concert calendar update. We have Mr. Reese, who manages the British Steel Festival's website. Reese called in the last show we did on a Sunday, because Tommy wasn't here to help out, so uh, Reese kind of filled in. And The Outlaw, Ryan Harmon from Warrior Rock Radio, one of my favorite shows. You can catch it like once every six or seven months when he decides to sit in front of the computer and put on an episode, but... Don't miss Warrior Rock Raider. Ryan's going into his fourth year. Four shows in four years. Pretty good, Ryan. Doing a great job there, buddy. Thank you very much. All right, T, what's happening? Tom, you there? Safe.
3: You it? I'm sorry.
0: There you go. All right. Me on hold like everybody else does. That's awesome. no, no,
3: no. I had the mute button on.
0: <laughs> That's all right. I thought I lost the connection there. No, I did whatever
3: I was doing in the background, I didn't want it to come over.
0: Uh, I appreciate yeah, that. No, I, I, mean, I know what you were doing in the background. You need a tissue? <laughs> you all right?
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um, thank God for the weather in New York. It's not so bad. I know Last year we were hit with that terrible storm, you know.
0: This, this time. is beautiful. This weather, you can't beat this.
3: It's amazing, you know. I
0: know, and, I love uh, it, man. I love yeah, it.
3: so they dropped the ball yesterday, and uh, I think it was supposed to be a record. I don't know how many, but uh, it was supposed to be a record.
0: Yeah, it had to be over a million people there, man. Times Square was packed. I mean, I give those people credit. I know I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't stand out there all day like that.
3: Yeah, it was a lot looser when I used to do it years ago. You know, we used to go down all the time. The crew from Thirty First Street when I was when I grew up, the guys I grew up with. Yeah. But. Um, it was a lot looser and a lot, you know, more fun. You know, now it looks like it's just like, you know, herded in like Buffalo.
0: Oh, forget about it. It's you like, know. you know, it's like a prison state over there. Yeah, it, was, it was
3: just <laughs> a sneak down the street, take a whiz, you know. Now you couldn't even try that if you wanted.
0: <laughs> you, you got to have some strong bladder control, man, because, you know, you got the <sighs> people. they're going there at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. And you I can't leave know. those cages once they wrestle you in there. I don't know how they do what, it. I what do know. you do? I mean, you, I, yeah, you got got could pee in a cup if you can, you know, uh, you know do it. you got to hold a cup Baby. all day. Maybe. Maybe yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I can't pee in a cup. I can't even get my private out the zipper anymore. But you know, that's <laughs> another story altogether. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But the uh, holidays yeah, but, are
3: good. You know, we just uh, with the families. You know, and uh, work's been kind of dead for me, so that's good. You know, I've been catching up on paperwork. Yeah. So um,
0: you know. Yeah, it's a slow time of year for us to work, which is good because after busting your ass for 11 months, you know the last couple of weeks having a little quieter is a lot nicer. Yeah,
3: it's like you know, you catch your breath. You know, I know, yeah, I know. Exactly. Tomorrow, well, Tuesday, I'll be you know back to usual.
0: So. I know, I know. The weather the stays grind. nice,
3: I'll be happy. But as far as metal goes, it's been another good year. And, I think um, so. I yep. think it's been a very good year, and um, the festivals starting to open up a bit here in the United States. Right, they're not gonna they're not gonna be anything like the European festivals. But I think the festival attitude, if that's the right word, is starting to catch on, so to speak.
0: I agree. I, you know? I agree. I would love to see more happen here like over in Europe. I mean, you know, it's just I, I don't see why not. I mean, you know, we're a big we're a big country. There's yeah. gotta be a state that's, you know, centrally located to everything and everywhere. They have the holding in, where you can get people there for three days and offer the same kind of bands that yeah. they do on the European shows. Well, it's I would think from
3: a, from a promoter's point of view, it would be a win-win situation, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you, get, you give people uh, a good show for their money, and they'll pay a couple of dollars. And there's all kinds of other fees you get, you know, like uh, sure. camping fees and shit like that. Yep. And if people feel like they're getting a good you know, a good bunch of bands together, it could work. But I agree with you one hundred percent.
0: I sent you an email before, I know you got it. I'm working yeah. on uh, yes. uh what do you call it? The Boston Open Air Festival. I don't know if it's gonna happen this year.
4: Yeah. But
0: uh I can pretty much bet it will next year. I'm gonna try for this year. It's still uh I think it's August, like the first or second week of August this year. Right.
3: Something like so like that, we, yeah. so that. i still
0: working but the entire festival is sold out. I mean Wow. You're talking eight nine months before it even happens, and it's completely sold out Remarkable. everywhere. But uh, if I can make that happen, we're gonna have a nice trip this summer. That would be very nice. Yeah, it'll almost make me not mind. Uh, what do you call it? Missing the the, the NAMM show this year. I can't get nobody to go.
3: Yeah.
0: Nobody wants to go. My wife says I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm walking around. I, said, I need somebody to take pictures. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not healthy
3: enough. I'm not <laughs> healthy enough this year. Yeah, well,
0: you get healthy for the summer, one man. We're going to we're going to Germany this year or next.
3: That'd be cool. All
0: right. Well, let me. say, like I said, it was a great year for heavy metal. I think you know the old guard once again came through big. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the albums that they put out were, were solid albums this year. Sure. Very. I mean, I could pick three bad albums in the bunch right off the bat. Metallica, Lulu, uh, Queen, White oh. Dedicated to Chaos. Right. And uh, the Morbid Angel album. Who I can't even pronounce the name of it. Oh, Lamium or something. You know, it's one of those wacky titles. I can't even pronounce it. But well, uh, one good I,
3: thing is they had the money to put together and record an album. Which is good, even though, you know, like the Queensryche stuff wasn't as, you know, to our liking. There are yeah. a lot of Queensryche fans that, you know, are not really, they're not really disappointed because they'll take almost anything. As long as they're putting out albums and touring, you know what I yeah. mean? And same thing with Metallica. It became like a, a pred- you know, a pre-thing to... To that, uh, what do you call it, that? 30th anniversary thing. Now, if they put that 30th anniversary thing out on video, that'll be the greatest sell f- for them. For them,
0: I think so. I was so I'm glued sure to
3: blab them out to watch the videos every, you know, every day trickle in. You know, yeah. If they put that, if they put that out on DVD, I will buy that in a second.
0: And I'm, I'm not lying. a big, I and I haven't bought
3: anything from Metallica probably since <laughs> probably since Load. That was the last yeah. thing I bought from Metallica.
0: That's a long time ago, so. Yeah.
3: And then <laughs> yeah, I probably I agree. unloaded it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear that. All right, well, how about we get a song on, and then we're going to get on Mr. Ken Pierce uh, from piercingmill.com to okay. give us our concert count update. Maybe, Ken, you'll uh, sit in and hang around with us this week, because, like I said, we have no guests yeah, this week. Yeah, we got a lot of So talk. We'll do that. How about i Brand new Destruction came out this year Another oh, good record You guys just keep putting out solid albums Year after year You know, it's uh, a little bit of the same But, you know If you like the old school stuff You can't beat Destruction They, they deliver on what they Say they're gonna do So uh, here's a song called Misfit. I think it's perfect for us <laughs> To the heavy metal man family, Mr. Ken Pierce of piercingmetal. joined our ranks, bringing us these great concert calendar updates every week. And I can't tell you how fortunate we are to have him come back again this year in two thousand and twelve. Because I heard he was in running to become supreme leader of North Korea, but he yeah. just didn't make the height requirement to replace Kim Jong the second. So he's going to be with us this year. Another thing I don't know if you know, it was Kenny Pierce back in February of nineteen sixty five. In the Audubon ballroom, he yelled out, nigga, get your hand out of my pocket. That was Mr. Ken Pierce also. And he was overheard at the dinner with Pontius Pilate saying, listen, I don't know about you, but if it was up to me, I'd make him carry his own cross. That's (laughs) Ken Pierce of piercingmetal.com, who's back with us in 2012. The man who just claimed bankruptcy because he was stupid enough to pick up the tab for John O'Leaver's buffet, Kenny Pierce. (laughs)
4: Oh, that's, that's great. I,
1: you,
0: you. <laughs> Is this a roast? That was just sitting or, uh... in the back of my tongue for a couple of days, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you guys hear me? You yeah. sure can, Kenny. Because I'm, I'm playing with a new headset, and I'm trying to make you louder, and at the same time I hear all of this crazy stuff, and I'm saying to myself, how long did it take you to rest? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're a little low, but you're okay.
1: Oh Well, well I'm trying to make it loud. Hang on, hang on. Louder?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're good.
1: I hate headsets sometimes, but it's a little Yeah, weird. I
3: know.
1: It's a, a it's lot more a
3: li- convenient, yeah. What? It's a lot more convenient than the than the telephone.
1: Well, it's still connected to the telephone tape, but, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah. But it's a lot, you know, you don't have to hold the damn thing up to your ear, you know, like I'm
0: doing right yeah, well, now.
1: Well, with the cell with the cell phones, I don't really like holding it up to the ear for more than a couple of minutes at a time, you know.
0: It but, can make it uh, sterile. Make. <laughs> so happy. Keep contributing? I don't know. <laughs>
1: well, I was waiting for you to throw that in there, too, for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how was your new year, Mr. Ken Pierce? How was uh, 2011 to you, and what do you got planned for 2012 over at oh. piercingmetal.com?
1: Oh my God! You know, 2011 was a a freaking blast. If you if if you had to have me say it, and um, there was just you know, like you like you were always trying to do with the program, there was just so many great things about metal going on, and uh, and, and and it's great when you have a uh, a show like this or a medium like my own where you can safely talk about all the other stuff that's really going on and not say. Hey, listen. Have you heard of this Sin Lizzy band yet? You should really be checking them out. Or wow, you know, isn't it amazing that Black Sabbath is touring again? And like I said, nothing against either of those bands, but you know, really, 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 so so much going on uh, in, in the scene and so many cool things to talk about. Uh, great bands coming back out of the uh, assumed ashes. Uh, pivotal lineup changes in other bands that you you never thought you'd see, and uh, it's just so many great things. I, I can't wait to try to uh, do better by this stuff in 2012.
0: Sounds good. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we've been following uh, all of your metal musings the last week with your New Year's uh, resolutions column. Those were pretty good and pretty fun to read and hear what a lot of bands and uh, groups have planned for this year and how they felt about the previous year.
1: I had a lot of fun putting that together, and uh, I will say that it was the last uh, last couple of weeks of uh, 2011. I had said I wanted to, I really wanted to close the blog side of Piercing Metal up with a unique little perspective, and um, you know, I, we, you and I were talking in emails about how how, how we were going to approach certain things in the coming year, and uh, it got me to thinking. What would be some of the metal resolutions of some of the bands that uh, you you fortunately come across or in contact with and and I put the note out there and uh and uh i got I got a lot of nice responses. There were some folks that I had expected to hear from who uh who didn't get back to me, but that happens, and so what you know they they miss out on something fun like this, and there's there's plenty of room for other people to do it and we ran this across the whole week and closed it out today. And did you see the last two jabronis that we got on there? Uh, the, the oh, yeah, who,
0: yeah. The last this, one was uh, Keith Computer from Life of Agony. His resolution was to get prodded to carry a size 14 shoe next year. <laughs> 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 I
1: got this. Uh, this <laughs> Wait, is that him calling through? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I... I and... Uh, See, I'm teasing because I, I had closed it out with Mike, and I as, uh, yeah. as, as Mike had come up with a really uh, uh, pontificating stance, and so did I. And I tried to, I tried to out obnoxious uh, uh, him a little bit, and it's, uh, it's very hard <laughs> for me, very hard for me to do, you know. Uh, yeah. those, two, those who those who met me uh, heads have just exploded now somewhere in the air. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm telling you, you know, there there really was a lot of cool stuff going on, and you know, and I, Mike, you said your favorite album of 2011 was the Anthrax record. That
0: that was number one, yeah. I uh, I, it was in a, it was in a close call with another band, which I'm going to play a little later. But yeah, definitely Anthrax. Oh
1: yeah. And Tommy, and Tommy was uh, uh, Load Six was, uh, load which six. they also <laughs> also Lulu. known as Lulu,
3: <laughs> also known as Lulu.
1: You know, I I, uh, I did get it. I did uh, I did get a copy of that and I still have to write a review of that and I I said let me try to be fair to it. I, I couldn't. I I I sit here saying what do I do with this? Yeah. And uh fortunately I read a column that Alex Skolnick wrote and even he couldn't make sense of it. And yeah. you know he he's a he's a pretty uh, astute guy when when it comes to like a, a wider understanding of metal and uh, and music in general. But uh, I have to say, if I, can I say what one of my favorite metal records of the year was? Of
0: Please yeah. do. Mine really was not Anthrax, but I uh, <laughs> well, people don't want around, lest anybody think that
1: you
3: know those are our real choices.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got me! You got me yelling racial epithets in my in my intro here. I got to get back at you guys sometime.
0: <laughs> oh okay. Well, that's not. Uh, an epithet. that's a true. That was a true saying of what happened at the old bomb ball before they it, killed Malcolm X.
1: I wasn't even <laughs> I
0: wasn't even born yet. <laughs> well, I don't know. Time machines, you know. <laughs> Dr. Peabody. You know, past lives. <laughs> I i, I the wayback machine. The wayback <laughs> machine. I'm well, sure you weren't at dinner with Pontius Pilate either, but it just sounds funny. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't like. So Let well. him carry his own cross.
1: Okay. <laughs> We're going to hell for that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I I want to tell you what I really wanted to say. I kind of toned it down. <laughs>
1: think I'm going to have to ha-
0: examine your script
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm telling you so Ken what was your favorite album of 2011
1: one I, I have a couple of them and I'll just tell you that one of my favorite records of the year um, are we still let's call them records I, I still do okay one of my favorite records of album. the year has to be has to be the new Iced Earth and uh, because Schaefer has moved um, well on Matt Barlow with the lead singer from Into Eternity who uh who were a dynamite band uh from from up in uh Saskatchewan.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I think that this guy, Stu Block, brings out the best of Ripper Owen's voice in Iced and the best of Matt Barlow as well as using his own uh powerful register. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
3: I yeah. did. I did uh, actually uh, have the same so, sort of uh, you know. I, he he sounds he has the best of both. Yeah, that that's very good. Uh,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a solid record. You know, yeah. I just never like the biggest fan of theirs because they kind of came out towards the tail end of the real you know scene of the '80s, hmm. and uh, they put out record, record record in the '90s, and they were good solid records, but I just never like kind of caught onto it. And a few years back, I started getting into him a lot more. And this new record came out. I have to tell you, I, was expecting, I really wasn't expecting what it was with Matt being gone from the band again. I just started getting back into him. And like I said, Stu Block delivers on, on, on every cylinder on this album. It's a yeah, solid record. Yeah, very good, very
1: good. And he's, uh, he's also a very good front man. I've seen him a number of times in uh, Into Eternity. I've, uh, I've been fortunate enough to follow that band since uh, they were like on the fourth and fifth tier of opening of Slots. And again, you know, Tommy, you you said a lot of times in the show how you, you don't like when people only get there for the main band and they leave or they don't pay attention. You know, like the old days of the Moors, we used to go nice and early
3: yeah. and see catch everything who
1: was there and see what was going to go on. And by by being in that mindset, I used to get to see Into Eternity opening up for for a lot of cool bands and got to got to know them and. uh
0: so I'm really happy
1: for Stu. that. So that's one of my favorites. And I'll say another one is kind of, uh, I'm really digging the new Symphony X.
0: Mm. Yep. Iconoclast. Good record.
1: Also good, guys. So, Definitely. should we get back to some music, or are we going to
0: put these people... Yeah, you're going to the- hang out with us, right? So we can save the concerts for a little later, right?
1: Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, well, you know one. what?
0: Since you just named Ice Earth and Symphony X, how about, you know, they're on my list uh, also this year. So uh, how about we do uh you know one after the other, do a little back to back there. Nice. Right, let's do it. All right. From, from my starts, newest record this year, Dystopia has a song called V. I guess it's kind of based on the movie. With the end of Innocence that comes off Iconoclast, another one of our favorite albums of 2011. And, uh, you know, we were lucky enough this year, or last year, I should say, I gotta remember in the new year now, uh, we had Russell Allen on and Mike Romeo from Symphony X at two different times. So check back some of the old podcasts and uh, look for those interviews. And uh, they were pretty good guys to talk to over there. So I think that's a great record, like Kenny said before, definitely one of my favorite of the year. And, you know, 2011 was a sad year. We lost a lot of members of the rock and metal community. And the saddest part, I think, Tommy, Ken, is that they were all so young. It wasn't like they were in the 80s, you know, late 70s. We lost guys. Phil Kenmore passed away in his in his 50s, Gary Moore, uh, Mike Starr in his 40s, uh, Scott Columbus. These guys were all in there. I think Wurzel was the oldest in the bunch at 60 or 61. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Corey Smoot, what was he, like 34, 35 years old from, you know, it's incredible uh, Janie Lane well, I don't know if that's a loss or a favor But I mean he passed away too But call it what you want
1: Well you know Mike um, We we also lost uh, Two days before Christmas We lost uh, Woods of E-Praise uh, David Gold
0: That's right yeah
1: Now this was a Tommy this was a bit of a, a new Newer band They were from uh, out in Ontario oh. In Canada and uh they were finally starting to get uh get out of the underground kind of you know people were starting to pay more attention to them they've been around since uh since 2002 but of course you know without folks like us and even us we we just about heard of them because it was it was really underground stuff yeah. but uh, he he was killed in a car accident two two days before christmas and he was 31 wow so, uh, really it's a shame. It. it really
0: is. You know, that's a tragic accident, dying in a car crash. You know, and uh, you know, I, I've you've mentioned the band, but I can never pronounce the name of those guys. I wonder if that kind of hurt them because people just didn't know how to say their name, so they could announce them on on the show. I, I couldn't even pronounce the name of it. You mentioned it to me once before, and I I still forgot how to say the name. Yeah, it's tricky. You, you know,
1: I guess I guess if you, stu- well, you said um, you said in your grand statement on the. Uh, On the blog resolutions that you want to get into a lot more stuff too. So maybe we'll give you, we'll let you speak to the Finnish ambassador a couple of times, and uh, Ah, you start to pick up, you start to pick up the flow. And uh, you said you have no problem with drinking beers with people, so we can maybe, maybe do that together. And why did no one tell me that we're going to go drinking beers with the guys from Venom? I
0: mean, oh, I thought you were here when we had that interview we did uh, with uh, with Tony Dolan. I guess you weren't around for that. uh... That, that week when we spoke with him. Uh, and the show was announced right after. He did say that they were coming to America this year. He just didn't say what band, because he also plays in Adam Craft, and he's got another project going. He didn't say which one of the bands he was coming there with or who he was playing with at the time, because it wasn't announced. We just found out about a week ago. Well, so, I, know he, I know Onslaught is coming. Is that the band he's in? Uh, no, he's open, they're opening for Onslaught. He's in Empire of Evil, which features him. Uh, Mantis, who played guitar in Venom, uh, the original guitar player for Venom. And uh, Anton Lant, who played drums in, in Venom, who's Cronus is his brother, so they got oh, okay. their own All project right. going called Empire of Evil, and they just put out a new record last year. But it was mostly covers, with a couple of original songs mixed in. I think this year we're going to see a full-length uh, album of original material. So, okay, uh, they're opening now, up. It's going to be a great show. Yeah,
1: and it's and it's one of these Brooklyn clubs that uh, that popped out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, the Saint Vitus Club. We were talking about that a week ago. Yeah,
1: I think it's uh, I think Tommy's Living Rooms bigger.
0: Really? <laughs> well, it won't tiny, be hard huh? to get
1: backstage access, then. Yeah, you take, you take. Uh, hey, I'd like to go backstage. Okay, step two steps this way. <laughs> backstage. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's one of those type of things. Well, you know, Ken, I, I I saw quite a few shows this year. Nothing compared to you, the master. So uh, I couldn't even begin to tell you which ones are better than others because I didn't see nearly the amount that you did. So, 2011. Name a couple of your favorite concerts or ones that surprise you that you really weren't expecting much out of. Okay, well, one of my favorite concerts right off the bat has to be um,
1: The Return of Camelot. Right? Camelot is a band I've I've really been into for a few years since becoming a writer. Love the band. They had some... Um, they were they were supposed to play the Nokia Theater. It was so-called Nokia Theater a couple of years ago, and then they said that... Uh, their lead singer Khan was was ill, and they were not going to make. Uh, he was not going to make the tour, so they were going to bring someone else in to fill in for them. Uh, all of a sudden, they they announced that the tour was canceled. And I, I hate to think of it, but you know sometimes, uh, the common saying that a lot of people sometimes have is that the singer is the band. They always yep. feel if this mm-hmm. guy's not in the if this guy's not well. And I'm not going to go I don't give a, I don't give a shit about uh, Joe Blow singing Even if he's good I'm there to see this one So I started to think that maybe uh, Ticket sales got returned And it just didn't look like a viable option Then a few months later uh, They announced that Khan had actually Decided to leave the band uh, Which was a shame Because they were really one of those groups That was totally on the rise <laughs> Anyway, fast forward They have Fabio Leone from Rhapsody of Fire, uh, filling in on lead vocals, and they did a show in New York City, which was a year year to the date almost from the time they were supposed to play, and it was sensational. It was absolutely sensational. Uh, really, really a or uh, none great show. Um, I also enjoyed the Finnish, Finnish Metal Tour, which had a lot of bands that... Uh, uh, you really don't get to play on the program but uh maybe maybe 2012 will uh will we'll find that being uh the case cuz that had yeah. Fin that had and that had Enceferum and it had uh uh barren earth and rotten sound and that was just a great blur of a metal night because when the fins are around it's just you know <laughs> i can imagine you <laughs> know crazy yeah. um I, of course, that little uh, that little show that happened with uh, what the heck did they call those guys again? Oh, the Big Four that happened. Yeah. And, uh, and that was really cool because you know it was it was Metallica with uh, three great opening bands, Megadeth, Slayer, and uh, and, and Anthrax, and of course uh, it was an all day affair. It was at Yankee Stadium. Forty some odd thousand metalheads came out to it, and which was which was really cool to see. I mean, I I had a feeling that that tour would do good when it came here, but I really, honestly, I didn't expect forty thousand metalheads to come out of the woodwork for that. I just didn't. I don't wow. know why. I, I didn't know why. Because like you know, Tommy and you guys are always talking about how festival shows would be nice here, but would it work? You know, that's that's the festival equivalent, and you start to wonder. You know if. Uh, if these kids are going to come out to a show in mass and fill up a uh, fill up a stadium like that, you know, that's not just a, that's not an arena, that's just a that's too good you know, so yeah. it, it's
0: it's true. Why couldn't they do something like that? Add, add one or two more bands on the bill, add another night with different bands of the same, you know, caliber and charge that ticket fee and and it would work. I think it would work. Well, it would
1: have worked. It, you know, cuz honestly, I would have liked to seen Testament and uh yeah, and, and, and over And, and, and Exodus, Exodus and
3: Overkill, right? You can
1: right call it the Big Seven, right? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Why not?
3: I mean, all, they all, they all, were, they all contributed. There was the second, that second tier that we just mentioned. Those three guys that, uh, To me, those three bands that we just mentioned—Testament, Overkill, and uh, Exodus—were more than Anthrax but that's only from a fan point of view, you know. I understand Anthrax had a lot of commercial success. So it might have you know, that you can you know, they had a lot of commercial success over the years, especially those big years. So I can see it being you know, them being one of them. But honorable mentions, those three I mean you could do forget it. It would be amazing. It would be amazing.
1: And and so there was there were well those were the those were the great Great shows you know like as far as uh, as far as it went but uh-huh. i mean i also i also enjoyed the uh, i also enjoyed loudness came back and uh, uh mayhem just for the whole presentation you guess uh, I saw Cinderella and they were fantastic just uh, just really good at what they do still. um some some smaller s- smaller level bands that uh that you know really well, not small in the greater scheme of things, but smaller in terms of the attention they got when they came here. Yeah. Uh, like like Blaze Bailey came around. And um, and he played at BB Kings. And it was, I guess, uh, maybe a month after uh, Diamondhead had also played BB Kings. And both shows were, were non-stop, absolutely great presentations of, of heavy metal music but the crowd was maybe in the couple of hundred number. Yeah. Now, uh, and that's not good because I always, you know, I get tired of people. Tom, you and I have always said this on the way back from shows when we've run into each other. you get tired of the people who say nothing's ever coming around,
4: mm.
1: you know. And here's, yeah. here's here's a, okay, fine. Blaze Bailey was not 100% well-received when he did Maiden. But you know what? People, people who malign those two Maiden albums... They got to remember he didn't write them. That's all Steve Harris. You know, <laughs> Steve Harris wrote them, so deal yeah. with him. You know, and uh, and Bailey was in Wolvesbane, who were popular. So it's not like a, you know, bumblefuck guy came into the band and sang. He did a good job when he was with his with the band. So, yeah. uh, his show was his show was great, and the Head show was great too. It was just like wow, you know, this was a lot of fun. So a lot of, a lot of stuff like that, you know, and it's just there's there's always more than your um, than you're hearing. You know, some of these uh, other other programs and other uh, mediums talk about, and that's you know that's why it's so great to be part of your show with uh, with my calendar and just talking about what's coming up this week uh, and next week. And,
0: oh, definitely, it's a great you know it's a great look ahead of what's happening in the scene. Uh, you know, it gives people a chance to plan. And uh, can you go to a lot of shows, you know, and uh, you're all over the place musically. You know, you'll not just focus on one certain genre. You'll give everybody a chance and you'll check it out. Do you find that? Maybe one of the reasons that the crowds are so low, especially for like some of the bands like from the eighties, like it's like when Diamond comes to town or you have Blaze, who you know from Wolf's Band, a lot of people knew back in the day, uh, is because you think it's because the shows are all during the week and it's harder because most of that fan base are people like us. and I won't mention ages, but you know we're kind of up there now, and we all have to get up early in the morning for work the next day, and it's not so easy to trudge into well, the city and come back home again to where, you know, if you live in Long Island, in New Jersey, it's a trip after working all day. Do you think that's one of is, the drawbacks? It, it, it might be a drawback, but that's, that's one of the things that can't be helped, you know.
1: I mean, well, in certain venues nowadays, I'm finding that a lot of the venues have a curfew. Um, places like BB King's and Highline Ballroom, if the show says doors at 6, show at 7, the show is at 7, and the main band goes on about 8 or 9, so still not too late, but if, but if you do have to trudge back to the island or out in South Jersey or something, you're not going to want to come back to the, to the city for something like that. And of course, you know, when you do get married and have kids, it's a, it's more of an important demand, but, uh, sure. but there was not a lot of our age group at these shows. There were a lot more kids at the shows and, uh, yeah. which was, which was cool to see, you know, but, uh, I don't know, I, I think you know shows happen you know every every night and and nowadays it's different from when lemores was in full sway you know the stuff happened stuff happened on thursday night friday night or saturday night that's all that was yeah. happening in brooklyn at least when when lemores was up and running uh in in the proper sense that's when you went out that's when all the metalheads went to lemores yeah. and lemores was almost always crowded and uh It's a great thing. So, But, yeah, but I I just think that a lot of people don't know about stuff. And, and again, the the more we talk about it, the more we say, come out. Are you busy? No. This is $10. This is $15. Come out.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that. You know what? How about we get some music on? We catch a breather. And then, Ken, how about you give us our, uh, our updates for the week on the shows going on? We'll do one or two songs. Yeah, sure, sure. That sounds good. Well, a show that I did catch this year, and I was there with Tommy, because Saxon who came around again, put on, what a killer show, like two hours. I mean, these guys played for, I mean, I was sweating just watching them. These guys are a lot older <laughs> than we are. Yeah. And they gave 110% like always, Tommy. Yeah. And I know you picked the new Saxon record as your album of the year.
3: Definitely. So, Cold Arms.
0: Saxon, Cold Arms. What do you think? Compared to the old Saxon, how is it rate? um 9 wow, 9 really? out of a
3: possible 10
0: That's pretty damn good
3: Yeah I mean you know 10 would be the ultimate but you know I don't think anybody can hit the ultimate anymore but nine, I think 9 out of 10 is is a very good very good uh score
0: I agree with you on that and uh you know last year we had we both picked except uh as uh... Yeah. Best album of that year And it's great to see Another old school band Putting out such a Killer record You know They, they, they kind of mix A little bit of The old and the new And they came out With a great Mix of songs on here And I know you want To hear Hammer of the God So here's Tommy's Picks album of the year It's Saxon Hammer of the God <laughs> The us that was new Megadeth from 2011 as long as We Are The People that comes off their album 13 and before that some Udo from the Rev Raptor album that goes way back I think that came out in January February that was Motorborg over there so uh, guys who do you think has a better chance of making it through 2012 by remaining in the same band Joey Belladonna or David Ellison David Ellison
3: oh David definitely
0: there you go I I, I figured Joey's out by March maybe early (laughs) April at at the latest and uh I think David should hold on until at least 2013.
1: Lauren, isn't that tour in March?
0: Uh, which one, the Gigantor? February? I, I oh, believe so. the one... No, the the one that uh, Anthrax
1: is doing. They're doing their own. They're doing their own uh, co-headlining tour where they're closing up every night.
0: And I'm not sure. I I, mean, I I know they just finished off the one with uh, Testament and Death Angel, and they're uh, starting up a second leg. I thought I thought. I th- I th- I th- Angel was still on the bill of maybe Testament.
1: Yeah, it's still happening. Okay, so, yeah, so why, got... do you, why do you think so? Why do you think uh, Joey's not going to be in Anthrax much longer? Why? Let me. Yeah. Ask. because Goodbye.
0: they they if you if you look <laughs> over the years they, they they talk so bad about him all the time. I mean uh, Scotty came right out on Eddie Trunk's show on that metal show saying that who do you think is the best singer for the band? He said John Bush. He goes, I want him in the band, not not you know. Belladvanic came out and said, so how do you join a band after that when you know that you the top player that doesn't even want you there? It's money. I, I know yeah, it's money. I I understand that, but sooner or later you gotta have some moral, some value to say, Hey, that's why, why John why Bush didn't here. come
1: back. He makes yeah. more money with a Burger King commercial than he makes in two weeks yeah. in you know? go. Exactly.
0: Right. I know. But, I know but, but, by the
1: way yeah. by the way, you didn't get to go to that um that Saints show. We should say again that that was a really great show and I, I am not the biggest Ormond Saint fan. And there's nothing against them. I just, it was one of those bands that I just never got into, you know.
0: So. Yeah, and they played They play with uh, uh, Seven Witches played on the bill with those guys. And yes. I know you said Alan Tecchio sang because uh, uh, he had another falling out. I guess Jack Frost with uh, uh, who the hell was singing with him on the album? The last album, I um, oh, yeah yeah, from Hellstar. <laughs> just lost his name. It just slipped out. Uh, James Rivera sang on the last uh, Seven Witches record, the one that came out this year. Mm. And uh, they had a falling out, so he brought Alan Tecchio back in. So that's another good question too. If so you have seven witches, and you have um, go through singers like you know, like they don't even exist, and then you got Ice Earth to go through singers at the same time too. So maybe they go pull together and just swap singers between <laughs> two different bands. that keep things going and keep mm. metal. Metal is becoming like professional baseball. You never know who's going to yeah. be on the team each <laughs> so, each season. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's true. You, you know, like when you were a kid back in the in the sixties or the seventies. Like, those players had to bust their ass to try out for that team every year, and they had to make that team.
4: Yeah. Once
0: free agency took over, it was like everybody just went everywhere. There was no loyalty anymore to yeah. the teams. True. And that kind of killed oh. it. And like I said, I guess medals the same thing. You never know. Is so, it? Ken, what's well, going now on the I think the more uh, of okay. this week? Because I don't want to forget before we run out of time. We only got a half hour left. Oh. oh, yeah, oh, you
1: know, let's, really let's, do let's do that. Let's do that. About let's
0: that. do that. Let's do that. We have,
1: you know... 2012 is off to a great, great start And I'm really happy to see that There is nothing going on tonight Out in uh, in the world of metal, to my knowledge I guess they're letting us all sleep it off if we needed to uh, Monday is kind of clear as well But let's go to Tuesday Where the band Mahavatar is playing at Highline Ballroom This is a underground uh, groove metal band Okay, It's a female-fronted groove metal band really good stuff. They've been around for a few years, um, still waiting for their big break, but they are headlining the Highline Ballroom, so we're giving them a, a shout-out at that show to uh, hopefully bring some new fans into uh, the group. And It's really good stuff. I think you might like it uh, as well over here on the program. Uh, up at BB King's, the Winter in Winter happens, which which is Johnny Winter. Now, I know That's a blues guitar player, but I don't think there's any heavy rock guitar player who does not respect the talents of Johnny Winter on guitar. Definitely. uh, Out there. So, uh, you know, and that's what's what's great about having this calendar um, here to tell people about stuff like that because, you know, you'll watch... Uh, Tommy, you might not know this, but a few years ago I interviewed Hank Sherman, right, and was asking him what he listened to in the side. He says, oh, I listened to, and he named a couple of metal bands, and then he says, and ABBA. So, you know, if guys guys that we respected growing up uh, in the metal scene are listening to other things, got to give a shout-out when they're playing venues that we all go to all the time. So that's on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, Steel Panther is back in New York City, and they are the – the comedy metal band, obviously, but they are a, a whole load of fun, and they are playing over at Irving Plaza. That show might be sold out, but you never know when other tickets are going to be made available. Thursday, not much going on to my knowledge, so let's move over to Friday when a pale horse named Death plays over at the Knitting Factory. Don't know if you guys know much about this band yet, but it is uh, it is Sal Abrascado Playing guitar and singing, and he was the original drummer for Typo Negative. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it's it's a very melodic, doomish kind of gothicy rock metal band. Uh, good stuff if you're a Typo fan. This is pretty cool to um uh, to listen to. They had Bobby Hambell in the band from Biohazard, but he he's now too busy with Biohazard stuff, so he's left the lineup. So Biohazard is back too apparently. Um, And he's got Johnny Kelly from Typo Negative on drums in this band. Saturday is a a bunch of local acts over at Bowery Ballroom, but they're all relatively known in the area. So you have Eve to Adam is going to be headlining the event. They're an independent rock band, but they have Sweet Cyanide out of the Bronx opening up for them. All Points West, which is Ray West from Spread Eagle, uh, if you remember them from the the 90s kind of uh, heavy rock band, and a group called Tansy, which is another uh, underground New York hard rock band. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going on in this week's
0: metal scene.
1: And as I always say, you can follow uh, all of this stuff over on the Piercing Metal Facebook fan page. Uh, our Twitter account, and we always try to engage you, uh, you listeners, and uh, try to put you into some of these shows, especially when it comes to BB B. King's and Highline Ballroom. We we always love putting you into
0: to those particular shows. So that's all Sounds I got. Sounds like a great week in New York. So, a little something for everybody out there this week. It's it's a good month. I
1: mean, I don't want to go into the other weeks because you know sometimes people lose focus, but there's some other good stuff going on, and that's like I always tell folks, definitely. Um, Definitely want to. Actually, you know what? I will say one of the events now, just in case the tickets sell out. uh, I always talk about the uh, Iridium Jazz Club. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end, so if you're fans of uh, Steve Stevens, just understand that he is playing for four nights. Four nights? Four nights. nights, wow. Sorry. So he's doing he's doing three nights. I'm sorry, I'm wrong about this. Three nights at Iridium Jazz Club, two shows per night, and he's got Sebastian Bach singing. So um, that that could very well sell out. So I will say that that's happening at the end of the month uh, in January. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff going on over here over here. So
0: that's pretty cool cause it's it's a small club. It's very intimate. So if you like these artists, it's a great way of getting like in there and getting up close, you know, and seeing them. Uh. You can and for three nights in a row, but like I said, it is a small place. So you got to jump on that, I guess. You do. You
1: do, and uh, and fans need to know that that kind of place, uh, if it's two shows, it means you need two tickets to remain. Uh, there's always a uh, a table cover. Uh, it's not like I'm going to stand at the bar and not buy anything. They they come up to you It's like, "Okay, to stand here, you still have to." Yeah. You have a minimum, walk
3: up. You know, yeah. A couple of bucks. It keeps it keeps
0: the club going, man.
1: Yeah. Well, you mm-hmm. know. The,
0: the the in Manhattan That's the way is it goes. High. Yep. Rent you're not kidding. it. hot. Those the ones that I have in Staten Island. It's not much better out here either, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let me see what we got here. Kenny, you hanging on or are you you're disappearing? I'll
1: oh, hang on for a few minutes, sure.
0: Yeah, hang on. Why not? Well, you know what? I'm going to give my uh, album pick of the year. I hmm. was I was tossing back and forth because I felt the same way that, that Tommy did about Saxon. But, hmm. uh, you know, I went through the albums. I was listening to a lot this year. And I said, this is one album that came out. About a month and a half ago Two months ago And it's going to fly Under the radar And it's not going to get The attention it deserves And it's a great record It's Jack Starr. Everybody knows him from You know, Virgin Steel
4: sure. Jack's
0: had a whole bunch Of different bands Over the years Usually with his name In front of them all uh, But he put Burning Starr back together I think about two years ago And we had him And Ned Maloney And uh, Todd on there The singer from the band Todd Michael also sang in the band Harlot back in the 80s And cool. now he's singing In the band Reverence With uh, a whole bunch Of other great people From his area over there uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing that and, and Jackstar, Burning Star, Land of the Dead, that's my album pick for the year. Okay. I wanted to open the show with it but something happened. And I screwed up the intro or whatever and uh, I got lost somewhere along the line. So I just re uploaded it right now. But what happened? You're going in the book. Yeah, I know. I know, I screwed up big time. You know, I didn't do a show last week so I'm kinda of off a little bit, but what do you I'm off all the time. But <laughs> this is my pick for album of the year. Jackstars Burning Star, Land of the Dead. If you haven't heard it, if you just Get this album, it's a great record classic, classic 80's metal With a modern twist And Todd is an amazing, amazing singer So we'll give you the title track of that album Land of the Dead Alright Welcome to
2: the Land of the Dead We hope your stay here will be most Enjoyable Enjoyable <laughs>
0: that was new music by the new wave of British heavy metal band, Tokyo Blade. That was called Condemn the Fire. I, you know, I couldn't get into that album when it first came out, but now it's starting to grow on me, and uh, I'm playing it more. And uh, before that, it was Jack Star's Burning Star with my pick for album of the year, Land of the Dead. So, You know, I was watching, what do you call it, um, what's that entertainment show? I think Access Hollywood or something was on. They had like, their entertainment year review yesterday. Yeah. They're shooting clips of all the stuff that happen in the world of entertainment. And uh, Mila Kunis, I think that's her name, the one from that 70s show. Yes. Yes. Yeah, beautiful girl. She did that PR thing where she took a Marine to uh, the Marine Ball or something as his date. You know, he wrote a letter asking if she would accompany him, and she went there, and right. all the cameras followed. Why don't we do the same thing? You know, wheels in my head are turning. Let's do the same thing here on this show to draw attention to the show and get some PR going here, you know? We ought to do the same thing. Now that they repealed like the don't ask, don't tell military thing and it's okay to be gay in the military, yeah. why don't we get Marcy Free to take <laughs> out one of the gay, lesbian, bi, transgender, sexual, whatever they want to call it now, to like one of their balls? Wouldn't that be like classic?
1: How about, how about we get um, Keith Caputo to take you to a show?
0: <laughs> that sounds good to me I'm I'm up for anything I don't care I, I'm open I'm willing to anything Forget
3: to sign Access Hollywood What the hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm willing to try anything Once I don't care <laughs> we,
1: we, we wouldn't find TNZ covering it We would find TMI covering it
0: <laughs> 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 I, I think that's Great publicity man We set up Marcy Free With some Transgender guy In the military Or some girl Send them out To the military ball They could be The queen and queen Of the prom it doesn't get better than that, mm. that's what we gotta <laughs> do.
3: Stick of your day job <laughs> and your uh, Sunday job,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: so all right, for well, he... at the Mayhem headquarters who's got to answer the phone to so all screaming people that are mad now.
0: <laughs> I get emails after every show, people complaining about something. They're never good emails, they're always bad ones. I don't get good ones anymore. they're always bad, and they never complain about what we say. It's just about what we didn't play on the show, which oh, you know, go thank go figure. You. <laughs> You know, yeah, nobody says anything about anything we say. We're really not, you know, we're just nobody joking listens. around. We're not offensive. We don't really mean nothing. We, it's just all good fun, but I, I, I'm going to get 100 emails after the show today saying, how come you didn't play this record? How come you didn't play that record?
4: It's a yeah. two-hour
0: show between talking and everything else, we get 10 songs on, we're lucky. How come so, you, you know? didn't
3: mention the new anthrax? Yeah, well, we exactly. did mention it. We did we mention didn't, the
0: new anthrax. We didn't we mention it. We not play every record. You know, it's impossible. But 2,000 records came out last year. We can't even get, like, 1% of them on.
4: Yeah. And at
0: the time... You know, we're on, and we've got 20 minutes left. We'll do two or three more songs. Maybe I'll run a little late today if you guys want to hang out. We've got nothing else going on to get a few more songs on. But there's only so many songs you can put on in a, in a two-hour program. Sure, sure. Hey, know, unlike other shows, there's no commercials here on the Internet. You, know, you don't even get a chance to take a break.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, there's, no, there's no commercials. you know, you just got to keep going. Yep. Yep.
1: That's right. You've got you to gotta hope for a really long song so you can go take a pee from all the coffee you're drinking.
0: Exactly Keep awake <laughs> Yeah I gotta do that To practice for Times Square next year So I'm alright anyway We're getting there Alright well let me see I'll name a couple albums That came out next year Why don't you guys Pick one each And we'll play them okay. uh, Let me see here Anvil had a new record Out last year True Venom had a new record Out last year White Snake Loudness mm-hmm. Why don't you guys Name me one One of those bands each And we'll get them On back to back
1: How about White Snake And uh, I'll say White Snake And I will say Anvil
0: Okay, Everybody's I only have one, but I'll take two. All right.
1: Oh, I thought you said both of us <laughs> take two.
0: <laughs> no, <Nah>, that's okay. Go <laughs> ahead,
3: Yeah, I was going to say Anvil, so it's either either one. All right,
0: so we'll do we'll do the we'll White Snake and Anvil then. Okay.
4: okay.
0: Sounds good to me. I just want to get, I, I got to get somebody on by Explorer and by our buddy Sammy the Shoemaker because they both had New Orleans out this year that's also. That's true, try to too. Squeeze yeah, them in. yeah, There's just so many things, but I want to try at least get some of our friends on that. You know, we deal on the show a lot. I get their music featured today, of too. Course, so, uh, of course, of course. Off the new white snake forevermore, here's a song called All Out of Luck. Out of Justice Fucking A That's the name of the song Fucking A Fucking A That's the Brooklyn version of it right
1: Fucking A A. I
0: know I know the two of you guys Are jibber jabbering away Over there in the chat About uh, Iron Maiden I guess holding a press conference Tomorrow Uh, Kenny seems to believe That Paul DeAnna Has joined the band again (laughs) uh, He says it's going to be The last record last Studio Records, so you think that's I you know, I know what uh, Number of the Beast is thirty years old in two thousand and twelve. But oh. so maybe it's uh, uh going out toward doing Number of the Beast? Who knows? That's a possibility.
1: Well, but hey, you know, since you played Anvil, let me just uh let me just quickly say that uh you know, they're on the End records now. And um they're putting out I think it's in the end of January, they're gonna they're gonna okay. re release Strength of Steel, Pound for Pound and Worth the Weight. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they're um, they're bypassing hard and heavy and metal on metal and forged in fire, but uh, maybe we'll see those other three coming out after that. So but that's, that's.
0: I think it's because nobody even realizes they have those other three records out. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That could be, but who knows? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad, out of Justice. I I enjoyed it, but I don't think it was as good as some of their other stuff. You know, I think they were. Uh, you know, I, I think everything you know is starting to go downhill for them again now. After the the movie took them to a new level, and I don't think they're maintaining it right now.
1: Well, we did we did see them uh, a few months ago over at uh, Highline Ballroom, and it was not really the best uh, the best attended show. And I, you know, nothing against the band and what they try or the venues or anything like that. But I think, like a lot of people have said, the movies, the magic of the movie is over, yeah. and and people are now moving on with their lives again and like you know those that you know a lot of people only cared about them because of the movie you know yeah.
3: well you know what i think i think the biggest well the second biggest venue that they have to get the uh get, get their shows uh <laughs> you know out there would be this show but the number one venue <laughs> would be Eddie Chunk So what is it To give the guy A call You know Give a call True. in A week before And you know Kiss his ass A little bit And he, say he, You know I, We're playing We're I, playing At the Highland Ballroom I mean he, he announces it Yeah But When he goes Into his diatribes And he announces Spans Sometimes It goes right by me too You know yeah, because, I know. I you, know You know what I mean But like If somebody yeah. calls in And goofs around You know You know Unless maybe he won't let it happen. Who knows?
0: He's a different person today. So who We had Lips on the show about two years ago. We had Lips on here. Yeah. And I mean, he he's out there, that guy. I mean, we were talking to him, and he yeah uh, he was out there. I like we talking about we had the first record when they were called Lips before they changed the name to Anvil. Right. How would you get that? We only sold it in the bar. <laughs> we realized, I got a discount bin in Brooklyn. Yeah. No, how did get down there? You know, yes. he was he was a character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: this is true, and even like my 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 boy uh, Ross the boss, you know, he played he played venues in the past. Never once. I don't know if he did. I, I should have asked him if he ever called that big bonehead up and said, you know, hey, you know, I'm playing too. You know what I mean? I have a yeah. you know. Don't wait for him to pick pick up on it. You know, self promote yourself. It's not a, you know once in a while you gotta you know. I mean, you're doing Brazilian TV. You know, Brazilian, uh, what do you call it, Brazilian uh, blogs, you know, video blogs, you know. I know
0: what you're saying, yeah, exactly. And this is a guy
3: who who's going to get people to come to your shows, you know. Oh, of and then course. most most recently I heard that uh, Manitoba's doing, a, you know, a show, and Ross is going to be playing with uh, Handsome Dick in, the, you know, the Manitoba. And they're playing the same little place that I saw Ross at on a Sunday night. Yeah, oh, a
0: fairy. But yeah, so just... Ross is also playing in Long Island with another band. Um, I forgot who it was.
1: Oh, it's um, the Major Beasts. W- what is it? Major's
0: Beasts, right? That's, uh, I think so, yeah. He's doing some guest uh, guitar with them uh, for a show they have come up. I think in, uh, I want to say Ollie's Point, uh, there's only a few clubs in Long Island. I really don't know them all.
1: That's, that's it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: So they can catch Mary. But I know this, Tommy. I mean, when it comes to self-promoting, I mean, we got the king of self-promotion right here with us on the show. Yeah. The Ken Pierce. All they got to do is go to Kenny for advice on how to self-promote. Exactly. I, it's, it's so easy today with all... You know, a C Mike, pay-see. nobody wants to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy today with the Internet to put yourself... We, we say this all the time, Tommy, when we have people on, like, oh, we played a show here. Like, we didn't even know. I mean, yeah. before Kenny came on and started, you know, giving us the updates... Right. You know, and that's because Kenny, this is his library here, this is what he does, but these bands need to get out there and start promoting themselves. People don't exactly. even know when they're playing here exactly. for a time. yeah
4: exactly. You know, you got
0: bands with no websites, like Nuclear Assault, I heard they played a while back. We didn't even know. You go yeah. to their website, it hasn't been updated in nine years. Yeah, I think the first thing I think it's still in DOS. I mean, it's you know, come on, it's a new world now. <laughs> Get on Facebook, you know, MySpace. Some anything. of them
4: still
3: have MySpace pages, and Facebook and Twitter is the way to go nowadays.
0: Exactly, oh, you know, you got to be on it.
1: But guys, also the same thing is like you know, Mike. We we complain about having all these secondary mediums for our for our brand. But even these things are not 100% good enough unless you direct everybody back to your own website or your own blog, let's say. Because Facebook makes all these changes, and then everything is a big mishigash. I mean, I don't don't care. You know, somebody says, oh, now you have timeline with Facebook so you could see what you were doing five years ago. We live in such an instant society that I don't remember or care what I did three weeks ago, much less five years ago.
0: Yeah. Five years ago, I was playing with myself. I was doing the same thing three weeks ago. I'm going to do the same thing in about three minutes, and the show is over.
1: And you
3: hope you could be doing it in the next three years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, we'll, hire, we'll hire an intern for, him for that.
0: I need, I need help over here. You know what? We only got like a minute left in the show, but I'm going to yeah. run it late today. If you guys can't hang out, you don't have to hang out, you know. But,
4: uh, I'll hang I'm out. I'll a- run this. Yeah,
0: I'll yeah I'll run. I'm going to get on a few more songs. Yeah, I'm signing. Okay. Off. I'm signing off right now. I hear I know you got the game starting at eight o'clock. Hey, eight
3: fifteen, whatever. I just wanted oh, to right. sign off the computer. I know you got to get prepared. Yeah, hey, I I'm looking to squeeze
0: the two hours out of you today. You know, on New Year's Day and I want to get my, call, games.
3: my p- popcorn ready.
0: Yeah, we know it is. we don't have MSG anymore because they went off the oh, air on January one. Oh, yeah, morning. I
3: heard. I so heard. Well,
0: you know, we don't uh, have to worry well, about tomorrow, a lot of
3: tomorrow, tomorrow's hockey game will be on uh, on NBC. Yeah, so
0: that's and okay. And that's
3: you know an old an old. You know, old style, you know, um like outdoor, you know, I don't know if you heard about it, the winter classic, it's outdoor yeah, in the yeah. Philly State. Yeah. It's gonna be on channel four and it's gonna be on at three instead of one. So that's bad I can sleep a little later. That
0: sounds good to me. Alright, yeah. well we only got about right, thirty well, seconds left on the live show, so
3: I'll say goodnight
0: and
1: uh Take care, T. To Sick around week. with Mikey.
0: Thank you, T. I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, buddy. Bye bye. Take care. All right, well, the live show's about the end in 30 seconds. I want to thank everybody who listened to the live show. I do appreciate it uh, for hanging out with me, Kenny, and Tommy today. We're going to keep the show going a little longer, play some more songs, you know, because I couldn't get everything on today that I wanted to get on, and uh, we'll just do that. So how does that sound, Ken? Okay. I'll get on one or two more songs, and maybe we'll talk about some of the things that happened over in 2011 that a lot of people might have forgotten about over the year.
1: Okay, sure enough.
0: All right, well, you know what? I've got to get on, uh, let me see, this is a whole boy. There's so many albums to choose from this year, you know, but we have a couple of really good friends of the show who are always supporting us and calling in, and I want to get some music on by those guys. So out of New Jersey, has a band called Explorer. They got back together a while ago, just released a brand new record, the first one in many, many, many years, uh, Vengeance Rising, Angry Horse. Great album. Pick this one up. I can't say enough about it. Here's a song called Glory Hunter! Glory
2: Hunter!
0: One of my top picks for 2011: Avigail from the album Unbroken. It's a song called Nightmare. My buddy Sammy Schmulek, the shoemaker Avigail. You can't beat that, huh, Ken?
1: No, that's a that's a that's a mouthful, and that's a great record. I was really glad um, that uh, Sammy actually not only sent me the record himself after after hearing uh, the segment on your show, but also contributed a New Year's metal resolution to that article.
0: Yeah, Sammy's a great guy. He really is. And you know what? You don't mess with the Zohan. You don't mess with Sammy. He's the reason that the the war in Israel ended in six days.
1: Oh, he's a big guy, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah, Sammy's a great guy. And he, you know, he sang with Jack Star for a long time, also with Guardians of the Flame and other projects. So, so Sammy's been, you know,
1: together. So many of these bands just tie right together, which is great.
0: Yeah, you know, Sammy goes from back in the day with Picture and Horizon. You know, over, over, you know the Danish band. So, uh. It's been around a long time. It's a great record. But can you know who's joining us right now? My good buddy. Oh,